Happy Halloween, everybody. It's your brothers at Fraternity, and we got a special treat for you. We're recording this on Halloween. You know, we're so jazzed about Halloween that we just wanted to do one more extra thing for October, which is going to be talking about Barbarian. If you didn't know, Barbarian is out now streaming on HBO Max, which is how I watched it. Sean, you watched it in theaters a couple weeks ago, maybe a month ago, but I finally saw it, and as soon as I finished it, I called you and had to talk about it, but we decided to save our thoughts and kind of talk about it here, just like we did with Halloween Ends. We're going to be talking about Barbarian. That's right, and I've watched it again on HBO Max also, and... After watching it again, I really wanted to talk about it with you, <laughs> but because you were initially, you kind of said you were kind of mixed on it, right? When you first saw it. But after this watch, you, it grew on you more, right? Oh, yeah. Well, why don't we go ahead and give a nice spoiler warning for our dear listeners? Yeah, yeah go watch Barbarian. Um, the best way to experience this movie is to just go in completely blind because this movie just goes places and is well beyond whatever expectations you have. So save those surprises and go watch the film. All right, with that out of the way, all I got to say is All right, here's the trick in our treat. We're just going to do that for 30 minutes. Yeah, sorry guys. <laughs> we actually we didn't we didn't watch the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so here's the thing. I went and I saw this in September in the theater, and I thought it was very middle of the road. Like I checked my letterboxed star rating and I gave it 2.5 out of five stars. Cause again, it just felt very middle of the road to me. I think my biggest issue was the structure, because as far as the horror is concerned, you get a lot of false starts but upon reviewing it again i think it was way more tolerable i think movies move faster once you've seen them once before so i could get through that first 45 minutes a little easier and i appreciate it more but yeah i totally understand where you're coming from but i don't know like all i knew about this movie was okay two people rent out an airbnb at the same time and it's like what happens then you know right and it's kind of a series of bad decisions and i just kept seeing everyone i knew or followed was just throwing praise at this film calling it like one of the best horror movies in recent history just like go watch it it's so good and and then you were like uh i'm mixed on it and i was like huh interesting but i watched it and i really enjoyed it like I love that first half. I think the second half is probably my favorite as soon as we get introduced to Justin Long's character. And where the movie goes is just so much fun and so unpredictable. But that first half is definitely a lot slower, but I was enjoying kind of picking at my brain, like not really knowing where the story was going to go. All I knew is that it wasn't going to go where I expected it to, and... In the end, I was shocked at where it did go. <laughs> you, you always have to appreciate that, right? But uh, the reason I liked it more is because thinking upon the horrors that are in this movie, it is the type of horror that you can't give to your audience all at once. 
So it really works on how they give you a little bit, but then they go somewhere else. You know, give you a little bit more, go somewhere else. Because if this was just once the horror started, it never stopped. I don't think it would work as well. But let's talk about what kind of a movie this is, right? Because you can sum it up as inbred horror, right? Because we're <laughs> dealing with this inbred monstrosity in this house, which right. that's already rarefied air. I actually watched a movie called The Unseen earlier during the horror challenge I was doing, and it's some inbred horror as well. But besides that, I can't think of many others. But when you do think about inbred horror, it's more along the lines of something like The Hills Have Eyes, or let's say Wrong Turn even. Like, it's more backwoods horror. It's not suburban horror, which is what makes this so different. Yeah, and just the setting of Detroit. I don't know, just the setting just, like, really works for the movie. Like, I love that shot when Tess exits the house that next morning after finally deciding to sleep. And then, uh, you know, we just get that 360 shot of, like, all the disheveled and shitty houses that are surrounding this one house that's just looks decent yeah. <laughs> in the neighborhood. We see what we couldn't see in the dark, and you're like, yeah, it's a good thing she stayed in the house, right? <laughs> You know, that's the other thing, too, is what this movie really boils down to is it's all about this house that has a dark secret that was never discovered. And then decades later, by chance, it's unearthed and it's just chaos. This is what happens. It's all random chance, you know, like I like the scene when they find the serial killer that lived in the house under there. And you got to think. He's been rotting under there for how long? And he may have imagined that this day may come one day, but did he really expect it to? You know, when Justin Long finds him down there, even he's got to be like, what the hell? Yeah, I definitely think he was expecting it because he's like urging Justin Long to get the gun. <laughs> he's like, all right, it's time to go. You know, like he knew as soon as he was caught, he was going to kill himself. He just didn't realize it was going to take until he's uh, what a hundred years old <laughs> glued to that bed yeah so we start with tess and keith having the whole airbnb dispute and this is all really good stuff like i think it's great that they cast bill skarsgård especially because once you've played an iconic horror villain if you're ever in a horror movie there's an air of suspicion about your character you know what i mean right and I was definitely suspicious of Keith the entire time, basically up and right up until he got his head smashed in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, even when he's screaming from below the stairs, I was still like, is this a ploy? Because that first yeah. 40 minutes is all about red flags, you know, picking up on weird things that someone else is doing and just being suspectful of somebody. And they play it masterfully because you really don't know what the horror is until that moment where Bill Skarsgård gets his face smashed in. And then all you're left with is like, oh, what the fuck moment. And you're still not sure what the hell's going on. I think they could have ended the movie there. They could have lied to me about the runtime and ended when <laughs> the inbred monster screams in Tess's face. And I would have walked out like, holy shit, they got me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Another thing, a great thing about that moment is like, 
okay, is this like secretly a monster movie? Like, what is going on now? Like, you're totally left in the dark. And then you just hard cut to Justin Long's introduction, which is hilarious. <laughs> Such a good character. You know, we get that intro with Bill Skarsgård. Well, you know what? Let me just say, one of my issues with the movie, too, is I think the scenario that Tess and Keith are in is a hard one to write and act. You know, like, I don't want to say the acting or the writing is bad, but it feels like acting to me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think it's just because Tess keeps making bad decisions, you know, like, yeah, you shouldn't stay with this guy, but you're going to stay. You shouldn't drink wine with this guy, but you're going to do it anyway and spend the night and, you know, keeps going down this rabbit hole. So I can see why it would be unbelievable. But at the same time, it's like, you know, sometimes you just end up doing shit that you didn't really think too hard on. I think there's just an awkwardness to that scenario that is hard to capture in a genuine manner, you know? Yeah, I get what you're saying. But yeah, so that's all great. And then we get the scare with Bill Skarsgård getting his head smashed, which, fantastic. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) great practicals there, right? Oh, man, yeah. Just the bit that you see is just perfect. And man, those tunnel scenes... Especially this first one, it's just so creepy. Like, this movie definitely has some good scares in the tunnels and just the the camera work down there. It's completely different than it is upstairs. You know, it's a lot more shaky and visceral. Like, oh man, I got chills. Some really (laughs) incredible camera work all around. I will say there was a moment when Tess opens the door to the basement And the camera like swoops behind her and goes between her legs. And I was like, it's very subtle, but really cool stuff going on here, you know? But yeah, once that scare happens, we transition to Justin Long's character, who's a supposed rapist, right? And yeah, he's being canceled. (laughs) Right, right. And what can you say? Because it's hard for me to think of many other actors besides Justin Long who could walk this tightrope of being sympathetic. But also throwing up all these red flags where you just know he's actually a scumbag. (laughs) And then to take it even further, there's even moments that hint at redemption. But it's just not going to come. You know, and it's funny because Tess is suspicious of Keith, rightly so, even though he's actually a good guy. But due to the extraneous circumstances she finds herself in with Justin Long's character... She's never suspicious because she doesn't have time to think of his character, you know? Right. It's like she wants to save Justin Long's character, AJ, you know, and it's like, is he worth saving with the knowledge that we know? But then Tess doesn't know that. So she's just saving another person that is in the same circumstances as her. And it's like, is that the right thing? What answer is right? Like. I just felt like the film was asking a lot of, like, deep questions, you know? Yeah, and I mean, it's not even right for Justin Long's AJ character to suffer through what he's suffering through, despite what he's done, right? But Yeah, it's like, does he deserve to die because of what he's done? Like, what is the proper punishment? Like, it seemed like his career was over and that 
there was a good chance he was going to be arrested anyway. So it's like, did he deserve this extra pain on top of that? I think the scene that defines his character the best is when he finds the dungeon and is just like, ooh, square footage and starts measuring <laughs> oh, everything. Yeah. When he's Googling, like, does the basement count in the square footage? <laughs> and even when he finds that the basement goes even deeper into the cages and he's just like, what the fuck? Oh, well, let me just keep measuring. Like, <laughs> Man, there's so, such good humor in this film. Like, that caught me off guard, but it just was totally believable to the character of AJ. I loved it. Right. Tess had the proper reaction. This is the reaction <laughs> of a total asshole. <laughs> Even Keith, like, doesn't believe Tess. You know, he's like, come on, really? Like, it's just a basement, you know, with a bed. Like, there's nothing there. And he keeps going deeper and deeper and gets himself killed. <laughs> There's someone down here with us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah. So what? Then AJ ends up coming face to face with our inbred beast. And yeah, let's talk about the comedy because I feel like this is really sick humor. <laughs> but you, oh, ha yeah. you have to have that if you're going to go with the inbred monster in a suburban gothic nightmare like this like <laughs> if it wasn't able to make you laugh somewhat i think there'd be problems ba, 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 ba. yeah so we get the reveal it's not a sick monster it's just a sick human <laughs> that uh is unfortunately inbred and kind of a victim of their own the mother here she just kind of doesn't know any better and just she's trying to care for her babies <laughs> But not Keith, though. I don't know what uh, what was up with Keith that she just smashed his head in. <laughs> she must not like clowns. I don't know. <laughs> you hit the nail on the head there because we do have a sympathetic villain here in the sense that they don't know right from wrong. All they know is what they've seen on the baby tape, right? And that's their entire world. It's no fault of their own. And I'm kind of upset that Tess ends up shooting her because I thought they could spin off into a sitcom like Inbred Mama and Babe Bay. <laughs> I'd watch it. That's all I'm going to say. I think what I love about the how the underground tunnel plot, how it kind of unfolds is that it isn't anything like overtly grand. I feel like a lot of modern horror movies try to like make what's really going on on this grand scale but here it's just there's a kidnapper and a rapist who kidnaps women takes them and locks them in his dungeon and then has babies with them and then has babies with the babies and that's it it's a heinous evil act and nobody has done anything to stop it and it's just going on and like you said it's finally being unearthed by this random happenstance with the airbnb <laughs> confusion that's truly what makes it great but speaking of grand schemes can we talk about this flashback to when we meet our serial killer in yes richard break because i wish i knew more about the production of this because i need to know did they build a street did they go to a street that was run down and fix it or did they do it in reverse? I don't know, you know, but <laughs> holy shit, when we see the street in the 80s and it's looking completely different than what we've seen, but all the landmarks are still there. That is some great filmmaking right there. Yeah, truly beautiful, truly a work of art. Like 
when Justin Long gets thrown into the pit and then we hard cut to the flashback, I was like, I don't care where this movie goes. Like, this is amazing. This is just amazing filmmaking here. Like, I love it. It's just, I loved all the transitions between the different storylines and I thought it all blended together really well. And yeah, I wasn't sure how it was going to wrap up, but I was really satisfied with how everything tied together in the end. Yeah, I know I mentioned that I had problems with the structure, but watching it again and watching it now, I just see how it perfectly peels the layers of the onion to give us this story, you know? So yeah, we've said it, but what I really need to know, Danny, is are you sucking the milk out of that bottle? (laughs) Bro, I'd be in a diaper so quick. Well, yeah, we just want to talk about Barbarian real quick, give you a last little treat on Halloween, so enjoy it, but we recommend it here at Fraternity. Definitely check it out. You will love what you see happen to Justin Long. He makes a great (laughs) headcast to just get utterly destroyed in movies. Do you think this is Justin Long's best performance? I mean, he's always pretty good, right? Yeah, I've always liked him. But this is pretty damn good. I think this one solidifies him as one of the greatest male actors in the genre, for sure. Because he's given (laughs) us a lot. And so has the dude in the mama suit. Because that shit was crazy. Crazy, creepy imagery down in those tunnels. Again, I hope you aren't listening to this before watching the movie. Because don't let anyone spoil this for you. Don't spoil it for anyone. I think there's going to be a lot of eyes on it right now during Halloween. I'm sure of it. So you should be one of those pairs of eyes. Yeah, especially with it being on uh, streaming finally. And yeah, I'd love to see behind the scenes too. Uh, If it gets a physical release, that'd be great. So yeah, I'm bumping my rating from two and a half stars to four stars. I think it's a near perfect film. I'm guessing you would say about the same, right? Yeah, I think it's great. I don't have any issues with it. Uh, just one of those films that you just want to show your friends. You know, I, you watched it with our mom. I'm not sure what she thought of it, or maybe she fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> I think everyone's first reaction is, this is fucking weird and crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sure yeah. that was her reaction. But I guess that's about it. Happy Halloween, everybody. We'll go ahead and get out of here, and we will have another episode available in two weeks. Thanks for listening, everyone. Have a great Halloween.